Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Oh! Oh, he's hit. Oh, that's Oh, I imagine I'll get a massive knockout win. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Welcome to the longest running show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, for the next hour, we'll talk combat sports, basically boxing and MMA. Maybe we'll touch on pro wrestling to an extent. But the bottom line is wrestling, not my thing. It's not my thing. That's the show before us. This is boxing and MMA. So if you want to talk boxing and MMA, we've got open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. And of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Of course, Gervonta Davis, we'll hear from him. Of course, still undefeated now, 24-0, 23 wax, taking out Leo Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz was game for the first couple of rounds, and he was in the fight. But the bottom line is, size matters in two things. I've told you this a million times. Combat sports and pornography, and this is combat sports. Gervonta Davis, the bigger guy, naturally, he broke down. Uh, Leo Santa Cruz and knocked him out with a clean, clean uppercut, one of the cleanest knockouts in a long time. Knockouts, clean knockouts seem to be the thing for 2020. Not a whole lot of fights, but there's been a whole lot of clean knockouts this year. Straight up, one big knockout, of course, was Oscar De La Hoya getting knocked out by Canelo Alvarez. That's right. Canelo is now a free agent. He's dumped the zone. He's going to fight this guy named Caleb Plant December 19th. And I think Al Heyman might be involved. But the guy that should be running the show for Canelo is... Bob Arum. Nobody does Mexican like Bob Arum. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 360 0402. That's 877 took part in a debate on the death penalty in Hunter's Point, which is the Bayview Bay District of San Francisco, okay? So there was like eight of us on the panel. And um, one of the people on the panel was this lady by the name of Kamala Harris. She happened to be the San Francisco District Attorney at the time. And basically, she schooled me. I mean, I am a great, I'm a pretty good debater. In fact, those of you that know about my JFK debating abilities, I, I caused one professor to have a heart attack a half hour after one of our debates, and he died. So what I'm trying to tell you is I'm a very fierce debater. So I was really ready for Kamala Harris. I was ready for I had stats. I had this. I had that. I had the crowd with me. I said, man, this is going to be it. I'm going to smoke this lady, right? Didn't happen that way. 
She took me apart piece by piece. And you know what? In the end of the day, she was right. I was wrong. And you know what? I'm willing to cop to it. But the bottom line is, I knew from that day forward that this lady had it. There was just no doubt about it. Now the time to bring somebody else in with it, per se. Of course, my boxing PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. How are you today, sir? That's cool. I'm glad life is treating you good. Um, New York City, is it jumping right now? Yeah. Uh, as, as I turned on that CNN and, and I think Facebook, uh, a lot of the uh, Times Square uh, has been taken over. People in the street uh, obviously uh, celebrating the the news that we have a new president-elect. And uh, I think there's also a good mix of storefront owners that know that they're stores are not going to get busted into <laughs> because it was either win or riot. So I don't, it's so, uh, it's you really, win, th- you really think it'll boil down to the win or riot. You really thought they were like destroy the country. If Trump, Trump prevailed again in the second term. I think there was a good possibility. Absolutely. I mean, didn't they do that? It was like the summer of, of that in, in New York. And plus with the mayor that we have, that seems to, uh, put the battery in the backpack of, uh, Left wing, uh, understood, understood, anarchy and stuff. So, you know, but everyone's happy. Did did, the day that changed everything was it June 1st, 2020, when he cleared out Lafayette Square with the tear gas when the the peaceful protesters, those old ladies were sitting, those old ladies, old like old like me, old ladies were out there protesting and he threw tear, he had tear gas thrown at them so he could go take a picture with an upside, upside down Bible in front of a closed church. Do you think that was a turning point in a lot of people's minds? No. I think it's a mixed bag, bro. I think if you compare to how he ran in 2016, and a lot of people drank the Kool Aid. I mean, his 2016 speeches and you know his ads about draining the swamp. But how could any woman vote for him after he said, "I just grab him by the you know"? How could any woman? How could any woman vote for him? What does that tell you about women? What do they think about themselves? What do they think about their daughters? Well, I'll tell you what, the same women that loved John F. Kennedy, and he was the biggest player there was in the White House, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, my mom loved him, and okay. he was a uh, <laughs> less than uh, <laughs> faithful person, as has been documented. So, okay. listen, a lot of stuff happened, bro. I mean, the way he handled, especially in New York, the way he handled the situation in Puerto Rico with the hurricane and, and chucking the paper towels at people and showing really very little empathy. The coronavirus, the way he... He, he um, wanted to sell Puerto Rico, and he, or he wanted to sell Puerto Rico and buy Greenland. Yeah, yeah. It was a mixed bag. It was a mixed oh. bag. And, and, and he never governed as if he already had the seat. He was always fighting. He was always fighting. I mean, he he ran like... I mean, he ran the country like if he was still campaigning. Okay. And, you know, made made enemies with the McCain family out in Arizona. And obviously that cost him dearly. It just, you know, you know, he pissed off a lot of people and, you know, his you know, day of reckoning came. Last comment on, on number 45. Um, I worked with Mark Edis. Mark Edis was really cool with me. And he was the guy that, of course, they named the Mark Edis Arena at, at the Taj Mahal Hotel in, in Atlantic City, uh, New Jersey. Of course, that was a big fight hall, a big fight arena that Trump put together, him and Don King. 
And Mark was his lawyer, and of course they went up in a helicopter crash, went up in a helicopter and didn't come down, or he came down hard and crashed. Bottom line is, Mark had his passed away, but he he had told me time and time again, because we talk like on the phone late at night sometimes, because it's late for him, and he calls me like, you know, like 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning, it's late for him, but it's still like 9 o'clock for me. So I'm, I'm wide awake. And he would tell me things like, you know, da, 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 da. and I'd say to him, so what's, what's he like? Well, he's, he's not as smart as you think. And I, and I said, huh? He goes, yeah, he goes, a lot of this is just, just front, Pedro. This is a lot of it is just glass and mirrors. And I said, really? So okay. So anyway, I let it go. And of course, Mark passed away in a helicopter crash that Trump was supposed to be on. So in 1992, so oh. my, my buddy, uh, passed on. Anyway, let's change subjects. Let's go to the world of boxing. Of course, last week, Javante Davis, Kept the undefeated record going, of course, now, what, 24 and 0, 23 kills, knocking out, I mean, just knocking out, wow, can I say, knocking out Leo Santa Cruz with one punch and uppercut, here we go. Were you worried when you, because you knew, when you connected, you knew you walked off, you knew you, you'd hit that punch where it knocked him out, but were you worried, because he did uh, stay on the ground for a little bit longer? Yeah, so once I hit him, when I hit him, I seen that how he was falling. And then I returned because I knew he was out. But once I seen, when I was on the rope and I was seeing that, I turned back around and see he was on the ground. That's when I like, I like went to a different mode. Like, damn, like, is he okay? Type stuff. So, I'm glad he okay. Go ahead, Jake. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. Gonna get another chair up there. Tank, it was a phenomenal fight, start to finish. Walk me through the fight. Uh, I want to say the first, the first couple of rounds, I was still, I was, I was, uh. I was a little cold, I want to say, because it was shots that he, he, he touched me with that I ain't supposed to get touched with. But um, I started warming up. I started I start settling down. I started listening to uh, uh, Floyd, my coach, and things like that. So uh, that's basically that's basically what uh, happened. And once I started settling down, you know, once you – it's a lot of pressure, so you want to you wanna get off and things like that, so – I looked at Floyd and Floyd was telling me like just calm down, like we gonna we gonna get him. You know. He always told me like, uh, we're a twelve round fighter. So but me, I'm so anxious, so once I get in there I'll be trying to get at him. You know, so but it's all about learning. I'm not, I'm learning how to slow down, slow my pace down through the rounds and things like that. Uh so I wanna say the first round, uh going out there, you know, I threw my jab and then I seen that he was trying to he was trying to uh once I jab, he'll try to counter me. So if I throw a jab, he'll throw a, he'll throw a jab, uh, right hand jab. So I knew he was coming with more than one punch. That's why as you, as I would get farther in the rounds, once I throw my punch, I will get out the way. You know, it was just little adjustments and things like that. Just again, uh, Floyd telling me settle down and just I'm gonna get to him. And then once I start going to his body, you know, it's it just low adjustments that you got to make that break a uh, opponent down. And I think I was breaking them down uh, leading to, like, the fourth or fifth round. But he was like, he, he, you know how your body is telling you you you, you can't do it, but your mind is telling you, like, you can do it. That's well, what he. They don't know that. They, not, they don't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, well, <laughs> well that's, that's how he was. I, I knew that he was a fighter. Uh, he had a lot of heart because his mind was telling him, like, keep pushing. Did you did you see the uppercut? Did you talk about it with coach beforehand, thinking that would be there, or is that something that came during the rounds? Uh, it just me adapting to you know um, was we definitely worked on it, but it's me um, adapting to you know the right time and things like that. You can see like 
I, I didn't shy away from the uppercut once he kept he kept coming in, but he was blocking that first. So uh, and then sometimes I would not throw the uppercut and I would come around. You know, and then was the shots I was catching with, but it was just me adjusting to him. The tank adjusting, of course. The tank was out uh, partying a bit, so I just you know sporting it. Friday morning, one thirty a.m. Thursday night in Baltimore, uh, Maryland, his native, his hometown, when he was alleged to have been involved in a hit and run accident. Now, why Socrates Palmer? Why is that not a surprise to me? It shouldn't be. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, listen. Inside the ring, what is there not to like about uh, Javante Davis? The guy is—he's he, a bad boy, man. He is outside the ring. He's a, a an S show, you know, basically. And, you know, it's, you know, you can take the kid out the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the kid, I guess. And uh, is, he, is, is he, is he, is he our, 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 the new Adrian Broner? Well, he's a better fighter than Adrian Broner. No, no, but, but I meant, I, I meant per, personality wise, of course, Broner was, was, uh, hauled into court last week on, on some contempt, <laughs> oh, you're laughing, on some that. contempt, on some contempt of court charge where he owes some lady 830 grand for sexually assaulting her, uh, supposedly he didn't show up for court, he ignored all the things so they ruled against him. And, uh, he, so then he takes pictures of himself on Instagram with like bathed in money. There's like thousand dollar bills laying all over this guy. And then he goes, then he goes to, to what did he tell the judge he was only worth two dollars and seventy cents? Something like that, yeah. and then he's like saying, "Oh, you know, I have famous friends that give me money. <laughs> you know, like I have rich friends that give me money." Scott Cuddy. You know, yeah, maybe Scott. And check this out. Allegedly, I don't because I can't prove it in fact, but allegedly he's also down with, with running this scam of of uh, enticing uh, up and coming rap artists to to DM him and to basically almost like a form of payola you send him a, a cash app payment and he'll get you into like a, a mixtape and i know a girl that that hit me up she's a yep up and coming artist and she got caught up in something in that circle so he's he's a piece of work he's a hustler you tune to ring talk live worldwide <laughs> yes. we'll go to the break this is tower of power Gonna be good. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as two dollars a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% of your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 And if we cannot end now our differences, at least we can help make the world safe for diversity. For in the final analysis, our most basic common link is that we all inhabit this small planet. We all breathe the same air. We all cherish our children's futures. And we are all mortal. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. My buddy Lenny Williams let the song fly first on this show. It's doing well digitally. They sell, they don't sell records anymore. So he explained it to me. It was a little bit weird. But the bottom line is, you can get more of Lenny Williams, of course, at LennyWilliams.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. On the line, of course, from the Bronx is the Bronx Bomber himself talking about Socrates Palmer. Of course, our boxing PhD. Uh, Canelo Alvarez has is a free agent. He's going to fight Caleb Plant on December 19th, and Al Heyman represents uh, Caleb Plant. Why do I smell Al Heyman all over this? I mean, he's trying to get Canelo, isn't he? I, You know what? It, it's going to be very interesting how Canelo moves. You know, he's the pretty, he's a new, he's a pretty girl that moved in next door, you know, and, and all the guys, you know, are, are um, after her. Canelo is, you know, basically... It was like a win-win for everybody involved, you know. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm sure Oscar's not happy that he lost, you know, the Golden Goose. But, uh, you know, with the way the economy is and, and the zone, you hear the rumors that they really aren't doing well. You know, it's going to allow them to probably give attention to other to their other fighters. I mean, Golden Boy is a deep stable. Uh, Ryan Garcia, uh, Virgil Ortiz. Uh, probably see them more and, and, and it'll allow them to spread that money around. Uh, 
in a more responsible way, I guess. Um, Al Heyman, is he going to be able to entice and keep Canelo, you know, for more than uh, just one fight? Only time will tell. Um, you know, Top Rank and ESPN are going to have something to say about that as well. Uh, and hopefully we get to see Canelo in better fights, you know, as far as fans goes. You know, he's not going to be fed through the exclusive pipeline that, you know, Golden Boy has. And, um, you know, he's a, a free agent. Still, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but but I tell you, part of that thing with the zone, part of his complaint was he didn't want to fight Triple G a third time. That was the first complaint he had before they they went into arbitration all that kind of good stuff. But his first, he was first griping about want, not wanting to fight Triple G a third time. I would have said, man, you let me fight Triple G. That's like fighting Mir Cuddy. I mean, you know, old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's no need for it. I don't think the public really wants to see that fight happen again. Um, yeah, I definitely see your point of view. I think a third time, you know, that Canelo wins easy, especially the way you saw Triple G uh, become an old man in his last outing against uh, uh, the Russian fellow uh, that yeah. lost to the Charlo kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Let's just I, – I wonder how much time Canelo wants to uh, invest in being a fighter. I mean, he's made a lot of money. He's a celebrity. You know, maybe, you know, looking at the big picture, Golden Boy probably figured, you know, they'll settle, get something out of this, and maybe they won't have him for maybe more than two more years anyway. So. Interesting. Well, and that and the point, you know, maybe Oscar, how can I put this? Oscar isn't the most brilliant guy in the world. I mean, you know, we know he wasn't the, he wasn't the brains behind the start of that building. I don't, uh, uh, corporation. I really don't know who's running it now, but apparently he's the face. And he's calling the right. shots and, you know, I mean, to him, to let the golden goose get away, um, that's just not the smart thing to do. I don't care, care who you are. And the bottom line was he was, he was guaranteed a certain amount of money through that contract. Obviously the world has changed with the pandemic and this and that. I guess, right. I guess Canelo Alvarez is the only guy that can't see the world change. <laughs> no, and I wonder what, where did it go wrong? You know, like, you know, what, where did the rift come from? Because money. it has to be more than just the zone. Money and the zone. Evidently, they wanted to take they wanted to take a, a considerable pay cut for these next couple of fights until they got back on their feet. And this, you know, he said, "No, I'm not going to do that." And you, I think you're right. I think he's got a little spoiled. I think he is spoiled to an extent, knowing that he is the the king of boxing per se. But you know, he's been away a long time. <clears throat> you know, I mean, he has. He didn't hasn't fought this year, I don't think. And he's going to fight December nineteenth. No. And and this Keller Plant guy's a Undefeated cat, twenty and zero with twelve KOs. Had a good amateur background, that kind of good stuff. But they're not putting him in any any fights that he could lose. I don't think are they? I mean, Kyle playing a serious threat. I mean, he's credible. You know, I don't think it's funny because the fight was a fight with Caleb Plant was offered to Caleb. I mean, a fight with Canelo was offered to Caleb Plant last year, and he turned it down. He said he needed more time. I mean, really? He <laughs> would turn down the biggest payday at the time. And I believe he still would have had about six weeks to prepare. And he had just finished fighting a real easy fight his last time. So, you know, I don't know. Caleb Plant is a good fighter. He's got these fast hands. But Canelo's game has really gotten diverse. You know, he's not just a, a slugger. He's really matured and, and evolved his game. And I, I really don't see Caleb Plant being a big threat to Canelo. Okay, um, next uh, next up. But next up after Mr. Plant, I think will be will be the bigger Charlo. 
Um, that's the way I see this going. Unless Al, unless uh, Bob Arum can jump in and buy this guy away, I think he's going to go with Al Heyman and stay with Al Heyman. That's just the way I see it. Anyway, tonight, um, our boy, of course, from San Francisco, although I've never met him, Devin Haney, undefeated, 25-0, and good-looking fighter, no doubt about that, uh, decided he would skip the Olympics. He probably had a good shot at winning the gold medal there, but he would skip the Olympics um, and turn pro, and he, he looks he looks really good in the fights that he's had. I mean, he has Sugar Ray Leonard-like hands. He's coached by Floyd Mayweather. He's undefeated, of course, going into a fight tonight with Yuri Gambo, who's 38 years old. He's been beaten three times, but he's 38 years old, and he's a 32-1 to one favorite. Um, so I, 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 is Gamboa going to pull a Buster Douglas here? I can't see that happening. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really interested to see if Devin Haney comes out and makes, you know, a statement. I mean, it, we expect him to win, no doubt about it. But does he take him out because the uh, Javante Davis couldn't? So if he's able to put away Gamboa, you know, he could stick his chest out and say he did something that that Tank couldn't do, and that's going to play a big part. And hopefully we see him in a competitive fight against a, one of these bigger names at his weight class. Interesting. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Saturday edition, of course, coming to you live from the Sports Byline Broadcast Headquarters in San Francisco, California. On the line for the Bronx is our boxing PhD, Socrates Palmer. Now, we've had two impressive lightweights in perform in the last month. Tiafimo Lopez, considered the world champion, uh, Davis, the 130-pound or 135-pound champ. I don't know which way they're going with that. Anyway, he's 24-0, 23 KOs. Uh, T.O. is 16-0 with 12 KOs, coming off the 12-round win over Vasilo Minchenko. Now, some people are still – why are they still griping about the scores as long as the right guy won? Can you tell me about that? Why would you gripe about the scores if the right guy won? Uh, I don't – it's – I mean, there are some people that really felt that it was – Closer, or even Lomachenko, maybe at worst deserved the draw, but mm. I, I just can't wrap my head around that. No, you know, um, why are people griping? Because people are always going to gripe, Pedro. Mm-hmm. Even you know, you, you you go to a movie theater, you see a great movie, and someone's always going to say something. You know, people it's very rare to please everyone. Um, but like you said, the the, the the scorecards, yeah, you could question it, but the right guy did win at the end of the day, and that's what counts. And um, it's nice to see these young fighters fighting uh, back to back to back. Now, hopefully, we get them face to face, you know, someday um, to settle it in the ring and not on the internet. Okay, Caleb Plan, of course, is um, as I said, managed by Al Heyman, and of course, they 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 expect bigger. No, take it back. Managed by Louis DeCubis Jr., promoted by Al Heyman. Listen, right. Louis DeCube, Louis DeCubis, of course, senior is a, a legendary guy. Roberto Duran, I go on and on. But the bottom line is, his kids, sharp little kid, man. I mean, I met him like ten years ago when he was. I take that back. I met him when he was a baby, but I met him as a man, and he really impressed me. Yeah, he he's taken over the family business. Um, He's works with uh Irislandi Lara, I believe. That was mm-hmm. like his first big big fighter. Um yeah. I I didn't even realize that he had Caleb Plant as well. Um yeah, the the Cubists, I remember, you know, uh, Roberto Duran making this comeback on USA Network. Um he was the mouthpiece and uh <laughs> very charismatic cat. You know, he's not he doesn't he's not in the spotlight anymore. Louis, you were, he, he was a spot. He took a picture with me at Panama about two years ago. Bottom line is, I love you. Ha- take care of the family and stay safe, okay? Love you back, brother. Thank you for having me. 
happy days in uh, New York. The great Socrates Palmer, boxing's only PhD on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Watching the man with the fast Down to the nightclub, uh-huh. You can do what you want, you can know how to ride to the nightclub. Ooh, we be slick, slick, slick. And all the people be bumping at Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. What the hell's going on out here? We don't back down from nobody. Hold on, hold on. We can take it in the street if you want to. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. In 1989, a legend I know retired. Guess what? This week, another legend retired. Talk about Anderson Silva, of course, the spider, former world middleweight champion, the UFC guy, of course, from Brazil. Um, pretty, I mean... 
tried, tried his uh, active professional boxing and he got knocked out in one of three fights. But the bottom line is, as an MMA star, he was at the top of his game, no doubt about that, leading up until probably 2008 when he, he almost lost to uh, <clears throat> Chael Sonnen over at the Oakland Coliseum Arena. Of course, I was across the pond here. And since then, he's been on the decline, lost his title soon thereafter. The bottom line is, you know, he's been getting lit up like a White House Christmas tree. I think Anderson's lost like four of the last five and seven of the last nine, stuff like that. You know, I mean, he had like one win in between against a hobo. But the bottom line is, Anderson's been done a long time. Anyway, last week, I think we brought finally the end of Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva, thank you for joining us, sir. I appreciate it. Listen, of course, you know, that isn't what you were looking for tonight. But please, you do the talking. Tell me how you are feeling right now. Well, I feel, um, you know, fighters is fight. You know, when you come inside, you have a ref chance for win and 50-50, you know. And uh, today, Ryan's the best. He's come to win the fight. And uh, I'm enjoying my moment, you know. And sometimes it's very difficult for... Um, us to um, stop, you know, and uh, but today is the the final day, and I'm so happy to be here and doing my last show for my fans in here in UFC for UFC family. So you've wowed the UFC crowd since 2006 and just given us some of the most memorable performances. So that's it. You are confirming that is the last time you will compete in a mixed martial arts fight. I don't know. First, I go back home, and I go see with my team everything, and let's go see, you know, because uh, it's, it's tough for say, it's, not, it's my last or not, because this is my air. This is I do for my entire life and do it with my heart, and uh, let's go see, you know. And spoken like a true fighter and a true champion, no doubt. Uh, obviously, a long career. If it is your last, is there one moment that stands out to you as the, the highlight of your career? Wow. I have the different ones, you know. Between me and you, you have the different ones. I have a lot. You know, I have a great memories. And uh, I have uh, the best moments in my life with... Every single opponent I fight here in UFC. I know the feeling, brother. I really do. It was an honor to share the octagon with you. And if we see you, if we don't see you, we all thank you for everything that you have given us inside the octagon. Thank you, Anderson. No, thank you, my friend. Thank you for everything. God bless you and your family. The great Anderson Silva was leading Uriah Hall, of course, going into the uh, fourth round or got stopped in the fourth round. Bottom line is he's old. He's 45 years old. But he walks away with an impressive record. Total of 46 fights, 34 wins, 23 knockouts, uh, three submission wins, eight decision wins, 11 losses, four by knockout, two by submission, four by decision, one by disqualification. Bottom line, he had one no contest as well. Listen, the guy's got five kids. He's married for a long time. I mean, it would be great if he went back to, to Brazil and, and like he was able to to teach his craft and, and be the, I think he'd be like a Michael Jordan in Brazil. He really, he's really respected like that down there. And you heard the way he talked. He's a very, very classy young man. And I wish him the very best, but it's probably time to move on <clears throat> as far as the world of combat sports are concerned. Aside of the rest of that card, uh, last Saturday night, I wasn't too happy with it, but the bottom line is the UFC is rock and roll tonight, of course, for a couple of former light heavyweight contenders per se. I'm talking about Thiago Santos taking on, um, 
Glover Texeria. What can I say about the Brazilian other than he's not that handsome? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, and, and the battle of Brazilians here. Bottom, bottom line is something's got to give your ESPN, ESPN Plus. Of course, the main event tonight, and check that out, it's coming to you from Las Vegas. And the co-feature, Andre Arlovsky. He's an actor. He's a two-time UFC champion. And he's got the most messed up nose I've ever seen in the history of sports. I kid you not. Look at that guy's nose. Good Lord. Look at somebody parked a truck on his face. Anyway, he's taking on Tanner Boser. Of course, these guys are going in heavyweight. That's a three-round fight. Diego Santos and Texeri is a five-round fight. Uh, look at the rest of the card. Claudia Gutierrez looks pretty good. She's taking on a Chinese fighter by the name of Yan, and this is a girl, Yan Zhang. That's the way I can put it. X, I'll just put it to you like that. Bottom line is Chinese um, fighter from the mainland, of course, taking on Claudia Godella from Brazil. That figures to rock. Andrea Lockley, a good fighter, but he's way, way long in the tooth now. So I told you, USC has really no talent in the bank, per se. Um, I'm looking at the rest of the USC schedule for the rest of the year. Ho-hum, 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 ho-hum. Not a whole lot there. Just not. We only, only got like a month and a half left of of, uh, of of the year as far as fights are concerned, per se. But I'm looking at the rest of the UFC schedule. Not a whole lot. I mean, you know, UFC's got something going on November 14th, the 21st, the 28th. But these are all like no name type of things. And of course, they got UFC 256. They don't have a main event yet. That for that, for that December the 12th, 2020. They usually try to go around New Year's, but they're going to go January. That looks like they're going to go December 19th. It's going to be their last card of the year. It'll be on to be determined probably in Las Vegas, Nevada. Bottom line is, they don't have that much talent. I mean, they're putting guys like, you know, Uriah Hall and Anderson Silva in main events, five-round main events. Why? They're hurting. There's just absolutely no doubt about it. They are absolutely hurting. Much like, you know, how can I put it? $4.2 billion. I tried to tell you before, that's $4,200 million. That's a lot of money. You really think the UFC is worth that? No, nah, the UFC like worth more than any of those soccer teams in, in 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 Europe or the New York Yankees or or the Dallas Cowboys or something like it. I just don't see it. Anyway, bottom line is, at the end of the day, I think the UFC was a pink elephant, and I think those guys that that bought it got stuck, and I think the guys that sold it to them got over. I mean, I think they bought the UFC for like a million bucks. Okay, like a million dollars. What? Like I think it was one point five million. If my mind isn't going crazy here with senility, but I think it was like one point five million dollars. The original people bought the UFC from uh from the Gracies for it. Of course, then it went around and around. And, of course, the Fertitta brothers ended up with it. Of course, the Fertitta brothers and Dana White. Dana White has 10, had 10% of that. And the Dubai government had 13% of that. Now, how how tell me how the Dubai government got involved. I just don't know. Bottom line is, let's switch gears. Let's talk boxing. Of course, big-time boxing. Last week, I was stunned. I was stunned. <laughs> I got to tell you why, because this kid, not, I'm talking about the draw today, is knocking out Leo Santa Cruz. That was a nice knockout as well. But Mariana Lo, uh, Juarez, a longtime female champion, of course, she lost to a girl by the name. It's got four or five names here. The bottom line is, we'll call her Yuhan Avila, but she lost a 10-round a decision there for the WBC title. A good-looking girl, good-looking fighter, but the bottom line is she's got like 70 fights now. Time to go, man. Time is time to go away. Um... Regus Progus was looking good, no doubt about that. I mean, Nenoa Inoy was a fantastic looking fighter. It was a, I think a 10 round TKO over Jason Maloney. Maloney came in with one loss, but he was a, a 10 to 1 underdog. And Diego Magdaleno, good fighter, no doubt about that. I mean, this guy, not the, not, not the most rugged guy in the world, but he's a good fighter. Well, guess what? This guy, Isaac Cruz Gonzalez came in with a one beat, uh, with a once beaten record, and he just, he lit him up like inside of 45 seconds, one of the most ones, like, bam. And you could hear these body shots, sound like me clipping guys, bang, bang, bang. You know, when you hit guys in an empty arena, you can hear the punches. And a lot of times we fought in the amateur fights, there would be like 80, 90 people in the arena, if that. 
Okay, so when you crack somebody with a body shot, you could hear it, they could hear it, the crowd could hear it, and sometimes you even heard it on the videotape. Anyway, you could hear the punches this guy was landing, and they were just vicious, no doubt about that. Mario Barros was the winner. Barrios was a winner, of course, a 20-to-1 uh, favorite over Ryan Carl. That's no big upset there. Of course, Tommy McCarthy, one of the British guys, a cruiserweight, he was a winner over Ryleff Lagone. I wasn't too impressed with that. Outside of that, it was a oh. Derek Tazora, got to mention that. Derek Tazora and Oleg Usek. I'm not a big Usek fan. Of course, I was when he was a cruiserweight because that's when you're fighting guys that are, you're bigger than them. And when you have a size advantage, it works. Believe me, size advantage helps always. I've never seen a size advantage go against somebody if they weren't in, in proper in condition. Anyway, the bottom line is Oleg Usek went up against Derek Tazora. Tazora, you know, like 95, maybe 80, okay, 85 years old. Anyway, 85 years old. He's long in the tooth. He's had all kinds of wars. David Hay, all that kind of stuff. That was five years ago. Anyway, Derek Zora lost a 12-round decision to Oleg Usyk. One judge had it one-sided. I thought it was real close, real, real close. Uh, two judges had it 115-113 for the unbeaten Oleg Usyk, the former World Cruiserweight Champion. And now the heir apparent are the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship. Not based on that fight. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. He says he wants, he says he, he wanted Anthony Joshua after that fight. Man, you should just shut the duck up. I'm serious. I mean, good Lord, man. Come on, man. You can't be clamoring for a title fight looking like a girl, running, boxing like a girl. You, you fuck, you boxed a bigger man and you said, oh my God, he's bigger. And what am I going to do? I'm going to slap. I'm going to slap. That's why you, you did a lot of slapping. I wasn't all that impressed. Listen, when you were, when you were demoralizing cruiserweights, it was because of the fact that you could punch and you could just overwhelm them and, and, and impose your will. You can't impose your will at heavyweight. It ain't happening. There's no way, no how. And there's no way in the world I think that Oleg Usyk is a real heavyweight contender. But then again, the rest of the heavyweight uh, contender, uh, contenders, you guys got Andy Louise. People are trying to tell me Andy Louise, of course, got this new manager and things like that. And, and that's with, he's with Canelo and that's going to make all the changes in the world. You can't, listen, you can't change a pig. You can't, he's still a pig. I mean, so, you know, you can, you can dress him up, you can like make him lose weight, the whole thing. He's still a pig! And, and then, this is no way. Andy Ruiz or Andy Ruiz, whatever you want to call him, he's gonna be a pig for the rest of his life. And I tell you what, the way he disgraced the world of boxing, the way he disgraced the Mexican people, the way he disgraced the Mexican-American people, I mean, it was just, and, and they gave him a pass, I think. They sort of gave him a pass on it. They, they did. They don't like, you know, when, when he comes down the street or when you see him on TV, people should be throwing stuff at the TV and they're not. Because he enticed, why? I don't know. But he enticed the Mexican people to go out there and bet money on him. They bet, yeah, I'm in good shape. I'm ready to fight. Guy was 283 pounds. And he had to come down from 317. He started training camp at 317 pounds. Listen. He should be arrested for impersonating a professional fighter. Uh, whoever put that fight together, the fight should have never been put together. But let's be honest, he's not in any condition if he's weighing close to 317 pounds when he starts training camp. And in 42 days, you're not going to get in shape coming from 317 down to whatever it was he wanted to be. I mean, he was like what, 253 or 260 for the first fight and came in at 280 for this one. Bottom line is, at the end of the day, Andy Ruiz is not a worthy heavyweight contender. Please have somebody, let that guy go away. Just let that guy go away. Straight up. As far as the heavyweight contenders are concerned, let's let these two top guys duke it out, man. Let you know Deontay Wilder's talking all crazy, kind of crazy stuff this week. He said that um, former WBC champion, of course, call him the the Bronx, the bronze bomber, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist, of course, out of uh, uh, Alabama. Hmm. Now get this. First, he said that the walk to the ring with that helmet he had on, that helmet he had on, he said that made him tired. 
Then he said, well, maybe Tyson Fury's gloves were bad and his gloves were loaded and he was hitting me with the bad part of the glove. Some kind of crazy stuff. Something was wrong with the gloves. Then it was the hand wraps, okay? Now the new one this week was his trainer, Mark Breland, 1984 Olympic gold medalist. Man, I could never beat him. Never, never, never. Thought I could, but I just, when I saw him size, I saw he was just way, 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 way too big. He was a dream. He was, Mark Breland was always a dream guy, the best amateur ever. I mean, he was a guy that you wanted to beat. You know, he was a guy that you looked at. But I wasn't in his weight class, and when I stood next to him, man, he was just way, 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 way too big. Anyway, um, Mark Breland trained, uh, Deontay Wilder for, I think, in most of, if not his entire career, most of it. And of course, um, you haven't taught Wilder much because Wilder's not much of a fighter. He's a puncher. He punches with that one right hand. Outside of that, he doesn't know how to set it up. He doesn't jab. He doesn't have good footwork. Um, he doesn't throw punches in combination. Um, what can I say? I mean, he's not the greatest fighter in the world. He's a guy, bit of a, uh, a, a street fighter, a street fighter for, of course, from, from, uh, from Alabama. Give him props. I mean, you know, he, he, he moved his way up, made a lot of money. But calling, calling Tyson Fury and all that kind of stuff foul and, you know, Tyson Fury did this, Tyson Fury did that. I'm not down with that. I'm not. I think it's time for you to, like, to wake up, man. Life is coming to an end. Devin Haney and Yuri Gumbo tonight, 32 to 1 favorite. Mayweather put this together. Mayweather put this together. Do I need to say it again? Mayweather put this together. Good old Floyd. He won't go away. You tune to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Things like this happen. Um, the best man won tonight, but my 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 my, trend, my coat, my side, grew in the tower. And you know, I'm ready to go out on my shield, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of things going on coming into this fight, but it is what it is. You know, my I'm, I was already, my leg was already re-coming in due to other little things. But you know, I make no excuses tonight. I just wish that my corner would have let me win out on my shield. I'm a warrior. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499 Again, that's 800-516-2499 Paid for by Final Expense Direct Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez My corner would have let me win out on my shield I'm a warrior You're a warrior Not warrior, warrior the, my mask was too heavy. They drugged me. Mark Breland put volumes in my water. That's why I couldn't fight because I was on volumes. And bottom line is here. That's Deontay Wilder. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. The date was January uh, 29th, 1992. I was in Pacifica, California debating a UC professor by the name of Robert uh, Gardner Ranfell. And of course, he was a U.S. Uh, U.C. professor, at U.C. Berkeley, and he was also a member of the House Assassinations Committee, and he was supposedly a lawyer, all this kind of good stuff. Anyway, we got into a debate. I was supposed to debate Earl Warren's uh, grandson, Earl Warren being the former uh, Supreme Court Justice of the United States. Of course, he was a man that headed the Warren Commission, so I was supposed to debate him. But the kid got wise to the fact that I that I had some skills, some debating skills, so he backed out. So they got this Ranfell guy to come in at the last minute, and it was a ninety-minute uh, debate. And all they had was two commercial breaks in this tiny, tired break. Anyway, it was a public access show. So he kept sweating and sweating and sweating. And people are calling on the phone telling him he's FOS, full of you-know-what. And that he's a liar and the whole nine yards. The guy's sweating. The guy lost 10 pounds. I beat the snot out of him. I'm telling you like this. I beat up a lot of guys in boxing. But I never, ever beat up a guy that bad like I did Ranfell ever in my life. I mean, I, ne- I never thought. So I asked him if he wanted to go again. He said he didn't think so or something like that. Bottom line was... He died an hour later, dropped, walked off a BART stage, walked off a BART train in Concord, California, Berkeley, California, and dropped, dropped dead at the age of 39 years old from a heart attack. Bottom line is, don't mess with Pedro. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 